Welcome to the Come Join the High Life Podcast, home of the hustlers, the innovators, the gifted, and the honorable, where we stay high on love, high on impact, high on faith, and high on energy. So if that sound like you or what you represent, you're definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Come Join the High Life Podcast. Party, party, party in Jamaica, the place where the party never ends. So can come for a vacation and enjoy the rum. Just walk on the beach and soak in the sun. Just dance in the streets where the night's never done. The culture, the history, the people are fun. Yes, this is Jamaica. The world is welcome. Like the stars on the field and the nightlife is sweet. The reggae pulsating, you must move your feet. The rhythm is iry. Women are brainy, them sexy and sassy. Just don't cross the line. They'll tell you them crazy. Protecting the family. West Indians not lazy. With five jobs a year just to bring in the money. So come to Jamaica and enjoy the party. The party is on in the land of jam rock. Just the feel of the breeze and you never turn back. Just the mood and the food, just the vibe and the groove, just the sounds and the scenes. Just one time a yard and you swear it's a dream. Of so many people, this country of one, the parties in Jamaica and the world is welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Make me want to go to Jamaica right now. <laughs> Bless it. Bless it. Welcome, welcome, yes. welcome to another episode of the Come Join the High Life Podcast. I am Mr. Yes. High Life Films. And I am Tramika. Yes, and we are here today. We come in on a bang. We're doing something a little different today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got a special guest today. Um, he's a good friend of ours. Um, he's a part of our amazing book club, Higher yes. Learning High Life Book Club. Um, every time we have a discussion, you know, he hits us with some knowledge, some some gems, a different paradigm that we really, truly appreciate. <laughs> so we thought it would be, you know, only right for us to bring him on our platform and talk to you guys for a little bit and just give you the gist of how words have power mm-hmm. and how we can use them and utilize those that power to leave a bigger impact on the world today. So we got That's our right. good friend. Mr. Glenn Owen, how you doing, Mr. Glenn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm honored and blessed to be on this media, this platform, because you guys are trailblazers. So I'm looking forward to a fun time, an informative time. And let's do this. So the world can know what you are all doing in the world as well. Lessons. You see how he come in and just bring it? We're going to put it, we, we introduce him. He come putting it back on us. That's just how he do, you know? The, the energy, the energy, <laughs> synergistic energy. Love it, love it. Love you guys. I mean, that was just a beautiful, um, yeah. poetic, uh, or or a beautiful poem that you just, you know, spoke right mm-hmm. now. And it made yeah. me want to go back to Jamaica or actually go to Jamaica because I've never <laughs> been first time. to Jamaica. And when yeah, I tell yeah, you, yeah. you just described it, just like, it was just, it was beautiful. So, yes. Love it. So Appreciate that. to go. <laughs> <laughs> Full so, disclosure, though, that was really done on Jamaica's 50th anniversary of independence. So it's a way for me to celebrate the country in a fun way, in a way that can attract, like you just said, Miss Jamaica, to want to go, to sell the beauty and the pleasure and just having a good old time, which is really true, because Jamaica, all we do is party, among other things, but I won't talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. And the food, the food is the, just... Mm. 
phenomenal. Yes, phenomenal. phenomenal. Absolutely. You might you, you might mess with your diet if you go down there. That's if you right. don't restrictions, don't go down there. You'll be tempted. I'm warning you. So yeah. what got you into smoke? No, before that. Oh, okay. Before that. People don't yeah. know who he is. Oh, so that, yes. That's yes. The, we got we to gotta, <laughs> came in there with that, such, such an amazing voice. I told him he needed to do some voiceover work. Mm. When he came in there uh, with yeah. an amazing voice, we just get into the episode like everybody know who he is. So okay. we want to know who he is. Can you tell us, introduce you, uh, to our listeners who you are, what do you do, your passion, you know, what, what we got going on? So I came to the States in 1992. I mean, it was, a, it was an opportunity for me to expand myself. I mean, everybody in Jamaica wants to broaden their horizon. They come to the States, man, and it was a place to be. And believe me, did it happen. My horizons have been expanding beyond my imagination. Of course, I got in school, my kids, my twins were born, and that might have been the most pivotal time in my life because I was forced to raise them, and I was blessed to do so, to raise them by myself from they were 10 months old. Mm. Boy, I would never do that again, but I give thanks for the blessing of having to do so. Now they're 28 years old, to God be the glory. Got to University of Florida, got my degree from there, went to the College of Central Florida where I met Miss Tamika Hawkins, playing ball, the ball that she is. And I've been advisor there all my life until I retired this year in March. And so my first love has always been poetry, though. I just can't get it off of me. I can't dis divorce from poetry. It just seemed to be a thing. I will get into that in more detail, but the essence of my life is to raise my kids, pursue my poetry, be a great advisor as I tried to be, no, as I endeavored to be back in the day, and also basically just give good energy and good vibes. That's really about the essence of Glenwyn, really. That's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah, Kudos yeah, to you for raising two amazing human beings. <laughs> Twin. And one of them is a girl. A man with some yeah. Yeah. father. Yeah, yeah. Girl and boy twins. I mean, there ain't no yeah. back to back. I mean, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. You know, for sure. Me after this two down, her mom and I, the, the kids' mom and I are not together anymore, but kudos to her. Big ups. I must confess this. I was like, I don't think we can do this. And she was like, no, we are going to bring these kids. And they were born. And it's the best decision she made. Some of the things went bad. But for that, blessings to you, ma'am. Wherever you are in the world, blessings to you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Respect. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a uh, good um, example to young men of, you know, of being stand-up guy. And, you know, just being... Yeah. That's one thing about it. You just make it happen. You don't. You don't have no excuses. And no. it should have been this way. It should have been that way. You know, whatever. Whatever God give my throw my way, I'm gonna catch it and I'm gonna make it happen. So kudos to you for that. And shout out Respect. to all the young men out there that's you know doing Respect. what they got to do for their family. Yeah. So. yeah, I second that, man. I do. It's tough. So I, I applaud them big time. <laughs> really do. Well, I want to jump in a little piece of my poetry right here because I love this piece, and it has to do with. Um, celebrating um, the the Black the Harlem Renaissance because some of my biggest influences are from those folks. So it's like this: you went there to reggae country to confer on the possibility of blackness, breaking out, standing up, staying strong, living up, 
to the ancestors' plan for every generation. One step beyond, you went there to the Harlem Renaissance with your voice reaching out in the night, challenging the might in the name of that which is right. Echoing Bob Marley, never give up the fight to voice our plight with dignity and a profound insight that's driven by a spirit of courage, rooted in the tradition of Claude McKay, Phyllis Wheatley, Gwendolyn Brooks, and Langston Hughes, reasoning by the pioneers about the blues and the pearls of the black arts muse of a dream deferred that rises and flows in rivers so deep. The Negro still speaks through our vibes and lyrics. We are touched by the drums journey of a people in your hands to chant and chart the struggles of the middle passage through the power and embodiment of Rastafari. You went there with so much force and authority that signs emerge on walls and the lives are changed as they answer the call for us all to break out, stand up, stay strong, and live up to the ideal. We were born simply to be free. We went there. Yeah. I got, yeah. A, question. I got a question. Yes. So uh, a poem like that, how, where were you when you wrote that poem? <laughs> and how long did it take you to write something like that? You know what? Uh... Hey, you guys. It's your lady, Tramika, and I know that you are enjoying the episode right now. But however, if you are not a part of the community, How You're Learning High Life Book Club, make sure that you go and join the community. It's a community where we get together every single day, Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock noon, and we read, y'all. We read books that's going to take us to the next level in our journey. So join the community. Facebook, it's a private group, all right? How you learning, High Life Book Club. And I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Back to the episode. Um, that particular one might have been a Black History Month thing. I was doing our uh, Juneteenth. I was trying, I was um, striving to make sure that I have something different for the celebration. Because a lot of times I like, I just write on impulse. I just write on the occasion. Mm. And so I wrote that piece just to say, hey, thanks to the ancestors. Because as you guys know, I'm a big, big advocate of honoring those who preceded us. Mm -hmm. Coming out here by just our own beauty and greatness. No, that is, we are here as a result and the outcome of your struggles, their big sacrifice. So every time I get a chance, and that's the reason why African culture is um is very big on ancestor acknowledgement. Very, very big. Very, very big. They're like, what would the ancestors say? We don't do it very much these days, but I think we should. And right now, that was a poem to do just that. And it was highlighting the 1920s of the Harlem Renaissance of Langston Hughes, as you know, an amazing poet, big ups, rest in peace, Gwendolyn Brooks, and of course, Phyllis Wheatley and some other folks. Yeah, man. Big ups. I, the reason I asked that was just because, you know, it seems as if you you like to, you know, in the moment, you, you really get into your creative flow. Like you really yes. this is going. Like, do you have like a process to, you know, getting started with your poems or even getting in the mindset to say, hey, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a piece about uh, Black history or civil rights. I'm going to sit down and write a piece about, you know, the, the beautiful, how beautiful it is outside today or, you know, or the love for my son or my daughter or my, you know. 
I, I am an impulsive poet. I, I, I don't have a system. I don't have a regime or a regimen. I am just like, what the vibes just move me. Something might have happened, like with this sad stuff not going on in the world in the Middle East blowing up. That is going to get my juice. I have no choice but to like respond to that at some point, but not right now. So that's it. I'm a very occasional poet. If I'm in love, oh God, I have a piece for that, by the way. Or if I've been, if my heart has been broken, <laughs> I have a piece for that as well. So things have to happen to me or I observe it. And if I may, let's just go into a piece that I did. My very first piece I did at the age of 15 or maybe 14. This is the very first poem I wrote. My next question. What was your first poem? It was. Yeah, it was a very, man, that is when I realized that um, poetry and I were made to be one. This is unison. So I saw my first case of child abuse ever. This is a black mother, Jamaican, with a black child, young child, giving her a bath, and she's using uh, a clothes washing brush. I don't know if you guys have that kind of old school. You have no idea, right? Well, let's just say those different days before washing machines. <laughs> so you have to brush with your hand, and the brush was an extra help to scrub off that. So you know it stings, right? She was using that brush to give that child a bath because the idea was to get rid of some of her blackness. Mm. And I wrote the piece, The Black Child's Rage. Mm. She gives pain. She's born. She cries. She brings hope. As she grows, her hair becomes kinky. Her skin becomes black. Her future is wrong. Her future is black. She's got to be changed before she's doomed. First the comb, then the brush, and all the biting, agonizing pain. Why and for whom? My mother hates me. She inflicts pain on me. She curses me, you black hideous sin. But if she's my mother and it's true for me, it must be true for her. I don't want this skin. I want to be proud of something. Release me from my sins so I bleach and I burn. My life must turn. But what will I earn? I am black. I can't change that and I won't. She gives pain. She's born. She's life. But she brings hope. The black child's rage. Blessings, give thanks. Mm. Yeah, at 14, 15? 14. Yeah, that was when I say, you know, it's interesting to me, so like when I went to college in Jamaica, I showed a poem to my English professor. So, like, whoa, this should be used for a classroom analysis. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I don't think I'm ready for that. Oh, you have no choice. So, the class discussing it and what the author meant and what he was thinking of, what were the metaphors and what are the symbolism and what's the. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> but it's kind of cool, though, that they were yeah. doing that with a piece that I wrote at 14. You know, that is um, that is so amazing. You know, mm -hmm. you you witness. Yes. You to, for you to write that poem um, in honor of, you know, us dark-skinned Black girls, Black boys, right? Like, we are, we have to embrace, you know, our beauty because... There's yes. so many, there's so many um, people that actually feel as though their black is not beautiful and their black is very beautiful, right? And, you know, so- Do you see an irony here though, guys? That's Jamaica. Mm. Population is 90 plus percent black. 
that tells you how pervasive and insidious and how successful the colonizers were to brainwash us to think that your blackness doesn't mean crap, that you start to believe it and to communicate that to your kid in not just like words, but in a physical way, I'm going to scrub off some of that blackness because you know why? And to that mother's, not to her credit, but to, I understand where she's coming from. In Jamaica at the time, the lighter you were, the more opportunities you would have. Mm. God, Jamaica. And the darker you were in contrast, the fewer opportunities you would have. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance in the world. I'm going to scrub off some of your blackness. Mm. She meant well in that twisted way of thinking. But that was that's the way it was, Miss Jamaica. This was the Jamaica we lived in. And so Bob Marley had to be born to like, let's change that. Man. Yeah, let's for change. sure. So question, mm -hmm. how important is poetry to your mental health? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, Mr. Highlight Films. I know you're enjoying this episode, but I just wanted to pause for the calls real quick and let you know that this episode is brought to you by Highlight Films and Photography, the number one real estate photography company here in Jacksonville, Florida, where we specialize in listing photos, investment photos, 3D virtual tours, aerial photos, and everything real estate content creation related. So if you're a realtor, you're a broker, you're a course creator, or you just need some more content to get you some more clients, hey, this is the place to be. You can check out some of our work at www.comejointhehighlife.com. Come join the high life. Now back to this episode. It, it is crucial. It's really one of them. I didn't realize this until when I did a piece uh, okay, I'm doing some sad piece here. I did a piece when I was on the brink of taking my own life. It's, um, and I call the cops, I'm calling the cops in Atlanta. I'm put on the phone and thinking like, if I call them, I put on the phone fast, they won't come. This is high life. Next thing I look outside my door, the cops are there. They used to come quick, right? They came fast. They came fast. And I'm like, well, um, I, I was just, I made a mistake. I didn't really want to call you. Yeah, we are here. What's going on? And one of the cops was a black cop. So that's just kind of cool. He put me aside and we talk about some stuff. And he gave me his card. I even called him a few times after that. And I'm like, I'm saying, man, that's not the way to go. And guys, that occasion gave birth to God won't give up on you. He's knocking upon your door. To give you a place where life means more. A place you go when you're feeling down, you might as well just sink in the ground. But if his name be lifted up, he'll bring all men and women to the mountaintop. And when that Satan tries to seduce, just give him the palm. He has to rebuke. Because God won't give up on you. God won't give up on you. Living my life in hell and swear to God. I'm living well. I try to run. I try to hide. Some of the times, some suicide, but the mercy of God came gushing down and gave me a reason to hang around. God won't give up on you. God won't give up on you. And now I can feel the peace from the worries of the world. My life must ease. I feel so blessed. I could swim the seven seas. My faith in God is my remedy. So don't turn your back on Calvary, just feel the power that he sets you free because God won't give up on you. So don't you ever give up on him. I know Blessings. That's right. Blessings.
Thank you. Blessings. 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 Absolutely. Blessings. So. Thank you. The strong snap. <laughs> you get the love. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, Appreciate your favorite, your favorite artist, poet, has inspired you on your journey. You know, I, 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 I have some, of course, of course, the Langston use of the world. There's a guy Jamaican. He was part. He also left Jamaica. I tell you, when you want to really expand, leave where you are and go beyond your shores. Claude McKay, look him up, Jamaican poet, 1920s. He did a piece that to this day, every time I say, it, I get shivers. It's called If We Must Die. If we must die, oh, let us nobly die, so that our precious blood may not be shed in vain, that even the monsters we defy shall be constrained to honor us, though dead. Oh, kinsmen, we must defeat the common foe. Though far outnumbered, let us show us brave, and for their thousand blows, deal one death blow. If we must die, Claude McKay. That was it, boy, to this day. This man did his poem back in the 1920s. Harlem Renaissance advocate and um, artist. And to this day, I said, peace, I get the shivers. Respect. That's it. But the truth is, much of my poetry influence come from the more contemporary artists. Like, I love Lauren Hill. I, 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 I just love her. I don't care if she's at popping. I love Lauren Hill. That's the tone. That's the poet. The Tupac Shakur, we all know him. But I don't think it's well known that his origin is poetry. Uh-huh. He would just write lyrics as, as poems at first. And then he graduated. And with the rest, as you know, is history. But that's my influence. Of course, it might have some Jamaicans too, you know. So I don't want to ignore them. Next time I listen to the podcast, I'm like, hey, how come you didn't mention any Jamaican influence and get mad with me? So, big up to Muta Baruka, big up to Okuanuro, and you don't know those names, and big up to late Mikey Smith, rest in peace, Mikey Smith. And these guys have a thing where they call dub poetry. Me say me can't believe it. Me say me can't believe it. Pat the boil and dirty tough, but me say me can't believe it. Or every time I hear the sound, the sound, the sound, the sound, the sound that's not my own. Mr. Brown, Mr. Black, Mr. White, uh, that's not right. Mr. McCann, believe it. Love it. Hey, the poor... <laughs> yeah, man. That's Jamaica for you, right? Yeah, that's a big collective influence for me because initially the poetry, as they called it, was my, my direction, but I felt I had a more diverse. Um, eclectic um, dimension to my style and for me to become me because you know it is you copy your you know your influencers yeah. you copy them. yeah I like you I want to be like you but as time goes on time goes on I found my own voice and here it is here it is how important is, do you think it is for for kids to find their own voice and you know crucial 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 okay it's a voice not just for artists but it's a voice that you can trust that you can listen to that you can pay attention to without the um the, the noise of media and all the stuff that goes on out there it's a difficult thing so as early as you can find out what your children of a direction or inclination for help them to Feed and nurture that because that's a way of helping to find your voice. You know, it's a crucial thing. Speaking of finding your voice, I have a test for you, Miss Tumika. Are you ready? Because you've been doing Spanish, so you're the Spanish queen and all that good stuff. 
I am going to do a piece in Spanish. Mm. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Okay. Yes, okay. in Spanish. It's not my first language. It's also in English. So what happened, backstory, I have this assignment to do. And when I was in college to do something in Spanish, for a Spanish class that was original and different. All right, let me get one of my Spanish, one of my English um, poems into Spanish, translated. So at the time, I had a, a girlfriend from Colombia and say, yo, help me out. <laughs> she did the translation. Took me four months to learning. So I'm going to do it for you. If you can tell me any words, make it easy to test for you, Mr. Mika. If you can tell me any words in the Spanish that I'm saying in English, you win the prize. Okay. You win the What's prize. the prize? I can't tell that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. But it's in English, it's called even if. In Spanish, it's called aunque. Now, I must tear in your defense. Jamaican Spanish, not the easiest. I'm going to be slow in doing it, all right? Okay, just one verse. Aunque, aunque el sol de debrillar, aunque las estrellas pierdan su luz, aunque el arco iris no resplandezca ya, yo solo quiero amor, y se amado por ti, y aunque las estrellas pierdan su luz, aunque... Aunque, aunque. What did you get, Mika? Anything? Mm, okay. You're only, I'm hearing you're only something. Okay. Um, and Give a clue. It's, it's a love piece. Is, it's, a, it's a love piece. It's a romantic piece. Okay. All right, English. Let's know, go. I love you in there. So. You there you go. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Thank you, Mr. Higher Life. <laughs> you said it is. Yeah. So like where? Mm -hmm. You know, it is. Right. Are uh, you? You're the English no. You're the English okay. no, guys. Okay, okay. Even if this, even if the sun should ever stop shining, if the stars should lose their light, if even the rainbow were no more bright, just to love and be loved by you, I will be all right. And if even the roses and the daffodils should lose their fragrance, the love of your presence will be enough to retain the essence of your passion and eternal exuberance. And if even by some means the rains should cease, I beg you, please, place your hand over my heart and journey over my spine. And it goes on and on and on and on like that. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna okay. great. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, Jamaican Spanish, it's your <laughs> I I might have messed that up, but so anyway. Yeah. Um, by the way, when I go to the high schools and perform that, the kids, you know what I would do? I'd do it in Spanish. I you know most schools in the country have somebody who's bilingual. At least one person in there speaks Spanish and English. And they say, hey, I'll volunteer. And I'll give you a CD. And I perform it. And then that kid very often will translate it word for word. I'm like, God, that's good. And then I'll do it in English now. And the kids really like that. And also it's a way for inclusiveness. So if you're a Spanish speaker as a native speaker, you feel like, wow, this person is talking my language in an English class. That's kind of cool. As a side benefit, that's not about my intent, but it works so perfectly that way to do, be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. I remember growing up, you know, I used to write a little poetry as well. Um, don't ask for me to... Spit, <laughs> spit some. Too. But I want the girl... Spit, spit some, Mr. Eli. 
definitely <laughs> relaxing and you know definitely get your creative juices flowing for sure so since I did uh, a romantic piece, which is happy piece, is a very blissful piece, it's a good time for me to do one that is not bad or sad. In fact, it's a, it's a kind of a celebration. It's my granddaughter, my first grandchild. Um, before she arrived, I did this piece. And it was my first time in a long time seeing an ultrasound. And when I saw, I mean, literally like this finger big, guys, and you could see the extremities, I'm like, God, that's the life. And I wrote a piece in her name called Ari. By the way, coincidentally, on December the 8th, she'll be eight years old. Oh, man. Ari. She was the one who gave me a mess last, like yesterday, Miss Isla. She was the one who was here yesterday. Seven months before you were born, we were introduced without words or sounds. I watched Spellbound, the movement of God, speaking to me through you in full view as one of his own unveils the beauty and mystery of Ariana's odyssey and assured by that journey, I was no longer torn. You shall be born. So I reached out to touch the tiny signals, listen to your quiet voice and stare in the unfinished stars in your eyes that compels me to follow every step of your feet, every pulse of your heartbeat and every journey your hand shall reach. And every unspoken word your voice will ever speak, I shall follow you because I'm no longer torn. You shall be born. You shall be born with the gifts and blessings to inspire minds, transform hearts, and infuse the spirit of God who reminds us, this is my beloved in whom I'm well pleased. And as you take your place in the world, never lose sight of your Nubian beauty. Never lose sight of your birthright of greatness. Never lose sight of your heritage of courage, even if you have to stand alone. So keep going, Ariana. Pave that pathway of excellence, and the world will follow your lead. Yeah. That is so motivating, yeah. empowering, inspiring. First of all, did you record that? Um, no, but I'm going to do something. I don't know if you guys can see. Oh, I'll send you a picture of the ones with her mom and her uncle. I'm going to do it that size, like a 24 by 36. But you're right. To answer your question, Ms. Tamika, I have not done a recording of it, but it's coming. It's coming. Okay. It's really definitely coming. Yeah. Because, you know, when she grows up, that is something powerful for my grandfather to leave behind. Mm -hmm. And... Shit. You know, I know one, I know when we spoke previously, you were saying yeah. that you have an art, you have a um, a piece for pretty much all of your kids. Yes. Your grandkids as well. Or right. you were right. looking to make a piece for all of your grandkids or. Yeah, there are, there are four grandkids, so I have two. So I wait. Hey, you guys, it's your lady, Tramika, and I know that you are enjoying the episode. But however, why don't you have life insurance? You've been thinking about getting life insurance for how long? You've been putting it off for how long? No worries. I'm going to get you right. Click on the link below and I am going to run you and your family a free quote so that you can protect your family. You can protect your assets. You can protect your business and what is of value to you. All right? No GoFundMe needed. I am protected. Click on the link below to get your free quote. Back to the episode. Before I leave this earth, I get, better get those two done because I don't want to hear it when I'm going like, 
how come that there is none for me? And oh, yeah, favorite. No, I need to get to it. And, and as we speak, so to be continued. But you're right. I, I did commit myself to that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, we read a lot of books. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you're actually a part of Higher Learning High Life Book Club. And so, right. you know, we're reading all of these books and also incorporating poetry within the mm -hmm. book. Like, how, how important is that? And where do you feel as though, you know, it aligns with your journey of poetry with you reading? Content, content creation. I mean, you guys remember um, Eric Thomas, you owe you. And Eric's cadence is as if the book is written in a way that he's actually doing a presentation. There are so many areas of this, of the, the, the prose that reads like poetry for me. Or a Dr. King, I have a dream speech. So it lends itself naturally for his story to be condensed into a poem. And let me read one for you, if I may, that kind of reflects some of what Eric is talking about in that in that book, You or You. It's called If You Are Here. And by the way, this was written when I was doing my workshop, my poetry workshop in the juvenile prison. And boy, I you know, backstory. When I was asked to do it, as you may recall, guys, I was asked by a director to come to his place and do some poetry. I'm like, what if it failed? <laughs> and then he said, what if it succeeded? That is when I learned that important point about going for the positive, Mr. Highlife, as you've always said. I said, why did I grab for the negative first? Why? Grab for the positive. And I did that thing for one year, loved it. It lasted nine years. I loved it that much. So here is a product of this, if you are here. I'm screaming inside, yet my heart can't hide. The bruise and pain and the ears blood stain washing my life down the drain. Never to be clean, or is this a dream? Where people who are close hurt you the most and pretend it's a game that is killing you with shame. Just to hear your name makes you swear life is in vain. As the cries push you to the distance, where the only relief is a moment of silence, to reflect and pause on life's lost cause, which can only be redeemed with a knife, to take my life, or a gun, my troubles are done, or a pill, watch me walk uphill. But to see the stars in their glory and everlasting greatness is the power and magic of the darkness in your life. But only if you are here to turn the lights on, or a child is born, and see the sun shines and a dream is realized. Only if you are here for a family who urges you to emerge from your pain, like a rainbow after the rain, only if you're here. So go ahead, kill the pain, cure the hurt, heal the bruise, mend your heart. Because whatever it is, it too shall pass. But only if you are here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, this is just like, you know, these poems and mm. the words have power, you know, um, and this episode is actually, you know, about words having power and empowerment mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. You know, you get a yeah. lot of, you know, how you're feeling, um, you know, through your poetry. Uh, so, you know, poetry is is therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when you're writing, you're able to really express your emotions on how you feel about a certain situation instead of right. you know, maybe talking to someone, you 
I'm balling it up. Ball, or balling it up, you actually can write in your journal. You can write it into a poem where you're really able to express yourself. So I definitely appreciate you uh, for coming on here with all of this great right. energy and all of these great poems. And yeah. you're just like so empowering. It made me want to start back writing because goodness, I, I haven't wrote in a while. And um, it Red definitely inspired me. Say it. Say it, Say it. Nah, but nah, it was really good um, having you think. We appreciate you coming on here and giving some of your, uh, sharing some of your art with us. And just a little bit, just a little, they're giving us, we're giving a little something of your story. Yeah, just a little something. It comes with a lot with, you, with Mr. Owen, but if you would like to uh, see him more, he's definitely on the Higher Learning Highlight Book Club with us. Come every on. Monday through Friday, giving value. And he's actually one of the, uh, one of the uh, reasons that we started our scholarship fund. Yeah. We probably be sitting on the idea and just sitting on it, but yep. he actually, you know, pushed us to make it happen. And he pushed the button and we followed through and we were able to give our first scholarship. Yep. And I just wanted to tell you, thank you for that. And I can't, I can't wait to see how big it grows and how many uh, lives going to be impacted by that one little uh, push from you that helped us move on yep. to doing big things like that. And so. That's all we want. That's going to be one ripple. And then the ripple effect, if I may, takes over. That's one. I just want one. And by the way, if I may, real quick. So my dream, ultimately, is to win the Nobel Prize and the Pulitzer Prize for poetry. Nobody's ever done that since Toni Morris, mm. at least a person of color. So I love that. And also, to make poetry cool again. So it can be a soundtrack that is referenced and coded like, yo, Pac say that all eyes on me. I want poetry to get that kind of a cool branding, if I need. So if I can play a role in that. Yes, you know what? That kind of gave me an idea. You know, we can, we can, we, we gonna talk. We gonna talk, you know. For sure. For sure. For sure. Most definitely. You know, it, it, it do give people... Um, you know, an opportunity to really, like I said earlier, express themselves. So the fact mm. that you say, just make poetry cool again. Yeah, just want to make it cool. So, this is the original. This is the original. Come on now, the lyrics. Right. <laughs> so highlight, you as you know, is a, a a state of mind, a state of mind of abundance. And so highlight stands for hustler, innovator, gifted, and honorable. We are high on love. We high on impact. We high on faith, and we are high on energy. Which one of those relates to you more or resonate with you more? I love impact, but I can't, I can't, as a Jamaican though, I'll say hustler, boy. That's hustler. you made that for us, Miss Alive. Hustler, that's who uh, we are. And that's why we're such a job. Bye, job. Bye, job. Exactly. Real talk. That's Jamaica at its core, across the board. Any levels, professional or whatever, at the at the social strata, you doesn't matter. We are hustlers. We are going to survive, and that I think high life speaks to us. It resonates with us because it responds to what we already do. We're going to find a way to strive and arise. You know, in the words of Maya Angelou, and still she rise. That's how we are. So respect to the to the to the slogan and the acronym of High Life. Yeah, we're gonna let you too. We're gonna get to the hustle and the impact. We got you. Gonna, yeah, you, yeah. You got you. <laughs> <laughs> but for you, yeah. And um, good. By the way, thank you guys again for having me on. It's been a pleasure and honor. And you've been one of my highlights 
of my life as far as my journey and things yeah. happen in the future future projects. So it thanks to you. I'll have you back on again. Oh, for sure, for sure, absolutely. A segment or something for sure. Um, so with that being said, please tell the people how they can find you. You know, I mean, I'm on Facebook. You'll find me there. That's the best way right now. I do have an Instagram account, but I'm old school. So I don't go on as much. I don't even know my Instagram name. Or y'all can go through us and we'll yes with Mr. O. Yes. 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 How about that? Yes. <laughs> so it has been another amazing episode of Come Join the High Life Podcast. I am Tramika. Like, do something today that your future self will thank you for, and please don't forget to put stars on your mind. Jamaica hustlers, <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah.